Hey guys, it's Bitches Don't Brunch. I'm Liz. And I'm Montana. All right. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hey. What's up? <laughs> What's up with you? No. Living life. Do I... Did you see the, hold on, did you see the, um, I feel like we should play this for our listeners because I think it's really funny. Did you see the, um, the, if like uh, boyfriends were traded? No. The okay. boyfriends were traded? Yeah, I'm going to hold this up to the camera or camera. <laughs> I'm going microphone. Also, I feel like since we're starting the podcast super early yeah. this time, you're probably going to pick up some people mowing their lawns or like oh, car yeah. door slamming, just an FYI, because we get started like mid-afternoon. So you're going to hear a bunch of stuff. The little college kids are already starting to be crazy out there, so. Okay, here it is. Okay, I found it. Okay, ready? I'll play it for you. What you doing here? Who's his name? It's not no boyfriend. What up, though? Oh, you ain't hurt. You got traded. What? Yeah. Yeah, man. I heard you had a problem with commitment, so. And did. Yeah, I'm gonna be playing the D around here, man. A whole lot of. Heard you were performing like you used to. So I had to make a trade before the trade deadline. They didn't call you. They were supposed to call you. They probably gonna call me tomorrow. But anyway, I'm tired of playing games. I'm trying to get me a ring this year, so see you. Hey, man. You got your PlayStation? I got my own. Good luck this year. I hope you can miss your new team. Bye. God, I wish you could do that. It was so good. Like if your boyfriend's not up to par, yeah. you can trade him. Yeah, I just love it. Is if boyfriends got traded like athletes, since none of you guys can see it, and like I was just like cracking up. Like, can you imagine just, like, upgrading and, like, this guy's, like, yeah, like, I actually do commit. Like, I heard you don't. And yeah, she's, like, I'm going to this, this year. Yeah. Like, I manifested Girl, it. I manifested same. it. So, yeah, that made me giggle because I was, like, that would be so funny. <laughs> like, mm, sorry, you got traded. And they're, like, what the fuck? There's that one girl, too. I, I need to find her on Instagram. But she does this whole thing. It's called, um, I can't remember, like, the Ho Depot or something. The Ho Depot. It's really funny, though, because, like, she'll, like, pretend, obviously she's pretending, but she, like, takes, like, callers from guys. And she's like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, you want a silver package? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you don't earn the silver package. In fact, you're kicked off of the plan and you are no longer welcome to use the Ho Depot to, to secure a girlfriend because you cheated on her. Oh, it was an open relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it wasn't. You, It was non-ethical, non-monogamy. It's just, like, so funny she goes through it. And, like, most of the time she's, like, totally beating up on men. Just, like, oh, you did. Oh, you did. And it's, like, so funny. And, like, she, like, talks to the girls and she's so sweet. But, like, every once in a while she'll do a video and it's, like, oh, my God, you want to upgrade to the gold package? And she's, like, no, like, oh, my God, like, I'm so happy for you. Like, your reviews with her have been so good. She's had nothing but good things to say. She's, like, you want to buy her a ring? It's, it's all, oh, God, it was so cute. But that's rare. Most of them are, like yeah, you're a piece of shit and you don't deserve her. So you're being downgraded to the bronze package so Becky can date other people. And he's like, no. And she's like, yeah, okay. Well, for remember that up. thing that you sent me and Ashley uh, on? There's so many fucking things. No, it was the screenshot of like, my girlfriend posted her profile just to see like how many likes she got. 
respect your woman. Here it is. It says, attention men. If you're feeling like you can do better than your current wife or girlfriend, create a Tinder profile using her pictures and see how many other men would be stoked to be in your shoes. I did it as a joke and my girlfriend had 1300 likes in an hour. I'm about to run her a bath, make her breakfast and fold the laundry. I can't compete with 1300 dudes trying to clap my girl's cheeks. Update, she's at 1865 likes now. I'm about to paint her toenails and buy her a pony. Update, 2252 likes. Anyone have any connections to purchase a baby cow? Update, I'm going to charge $20 to start matching with them and ask them for $20 each to finance this baby cow situation. Yeah. See? Literally. I mean, like, I think that all the time. Like, not to brag or Toot your own horn. I mean... It is what it is. But when I went to the pool hall with his friends, like, I had, like, a ton of guys hitting on me. I know. You're, like, texting me. You're, like, guys, I just got hit on. Like, I walked outside, and this guy was, like, damn. And I was, like, hello. (laughs) And he was, like, can I, like, get your number or something? He's, like, you're fucking beautiful. Like, god damn. He called you beautiful? Oh, yeah. And this one guy asked if I was a model. He's, like, do you model? And I was, like... No, I love that he called you beautiful. It was amazing. And then when I was like, you know, no, like I'm a good girl. Like I don't give out my numbers. My boyfriend's in there. I'm with him. And he was like, but like, what if something happens? He's like, don't you want to have like a plan B? Like, just say you got my number for like, you know, like house stuff. Like, you know, just like someone to like mow the lawn or something. And then like, I'm just there on your phone if anything happens. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm a good girl, but I do appreciate it. You are not a good girl. I, I am in relationships though. I am in relationships. I'm, I don't do that. I, I don't do that. But then obviously and we've talked about it on here before there was the other guy that messaged me and i was like i have a boyfriend bro oh well then you said you got asked to dinner yeah and then another guy dm'd me retrograde stuff i know he dm'd me out of nowhere and was like asking about my life and i was like oh you know doing this and that he's like well i'd love to take you to dinner sometime and i was like that's very sweet but i'm actually in a relationship do i know who it is no okay He's just like a guy. I think I think I like met him through Hinge, but we never actually met because then I started dating T. Okay. And then after that, I started dating Val and moved to North Carolina. It was a whole thing. He was like, "Well, if the situation ever changes, like hit me up." And you know, man, you're getting it from all ends, aren't you? I don't know what it is. I got so many likes on that picture I posted too. The fairy one? No, the one I posted yesterday on my Instagram. It was uh, in the blazer. Was it yesterday I posted? It? Maybe a couple days ago. 84 likes on this. Oh, that it was a good yeah. picture. Oops. What? I thought I liked it. Why? Well, I'll get back on there. You're Let's good. You no, know, you're fine. I really thought <clears> I did. You might have. Anyway, I'm kind of feeling myself. But it's like, yeah, BF. Just be aware other guys want to date me. That's like four I think, men. I feel like that's just in general. Respect. Like, I feel like. Totally. But like, he needs to like, no. Like, there are other men in the world that want to date me. So like, treat me well or I'm out. Yeah. I'm not playing this game or I'm going to, like, beg you to commit to me. Exactly. So, like, fick it. Fick it. Fick it. Fick it. Oh, okay. Well, first, before we get into our topic today, because that would have been a really good segue about men and committing and whatever, but um, do you have any wrecks? <sighs> no, I don't have any wrecks this week. I feel it. No, like, I went to go see the Evil Dead Rise last night. 
Oh, yeah. And I can't recommend it because it's just too gory. The Oh, that's right. So it's a non-rec. It's just too gory. No, it's a non-rec. That's fine. Um, I think it was, like, well done horror-wise where mm-hmm. they added, like, some comedy in it. They added some, added some jump scares. And I think it's really creepy when people <clears throat> that are possessed do the crawling stuff. Oh, I hate in different that. Positions. I fucking hate that. It's so creepy. So I only recommend it if you like the last Evil Dead and you love like gory. It is all for you then. Okay. I don't like gory. I gory is okay to an extent, but when it comes to like body mutilation to yourself, I'm like I'm out. Totally. I'm out. Totally. So if you're all about the gore, it's for you. If you're not, I would skip that one. Yeah, I'm really not into gore, so I. That's will... the only thing. What I was to it say. called? I'm gonna put it in our Evil Dead Rise. Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. I'm putting that in our recs. Because uh, I just your like rec? to do it. I have a couple. Like, they're kind of throwbacks, like, majorly, but... um. I know. I need to get back on the throwback game, but I haven't. I just haven't watched any old movies lately. I totally get it. Um, We watched Lost in Translation uh, with Bill Murray. And so that was my uh, throwback. I'm still watching Younger, which, like, by the way, I'm so annoyed at, at Liza and Younger. Like, how annoyed Because of Charles? Well, because of Charles and Josh and just, like, like I loved Josh. Like, do you remember, like, how he, like, caught her cheating? I don't remember. I've seen it one time three years ago. He had the, like, rose petals on the bed saying, marry me. And then she was, like, making out with Charles, like, outside of her door. And, like, Josh, like, comes she on them. She did that? Yeah. Oh, I hate her. And then, the, like, well, she didn't see the bed. Like, they were just making out. And, like, like all of a sudden, like, Josh walks up and sees them kissing and walks away. And then, like, Charles is like, well, like, what are you, like, I'm really, I shouldn't have kissed you. I, I know you have this thing with Josh. She's like, well, I just don't know where, like, Josh and I are right now. And then he looks behind her and he's like, I think you have some things to figure out. And then she looks and she's like, marry me on the bed. That's a really cute way to do that. I know. Josh is, God, Josh. I just love him so much. He's a very fine looking man. He is. Well, I shouldn't say man because I know he's non-binary in real life. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Love that for him. So I had never seen Lost in Translation before. I had never seen it. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's got Bill Murray and Scarlett Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Like, I understood it, and I, like, it was interesting. I just kind of like movies with a clear resolution. I do, too. I just didn't really feel like there was a clear resolution. I don't like leaving a movie, and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. But, I mean, Bill Murray is great. Scarlett Johansson, she's gorgeous. Wow, she's so beautiful. Like, I want to look like her. But, yeah, so that's that's good if you just kind of want, like, a slow, chill movie. Um, and then I'm rereading um, a novel of the Nine Kingdoms, the first book, which is called Star of the Morning by Lynn Kurland. Um, And it's got magic and elves. And um, it's about this girl, Morgan, who is tasked with taking a dagger to the king. Um, and she's like all across. She's like way across on the other side of the Nine Kingdoms. She has to go all the way to Tornaroche. Um, and while she has this dagger, she's starting to like hear it singing to her and she's having all these nightmares. Meanwhile, the king is looking for someone to wield this sword called the sword of Angusand. He's been gone for months. So his brother Miak goes to look for him and they both are in disguise and pretend to be other people. And they meet up with Morgan and Miak 
like realizes he has like feelings for Morgan on this track, but like she might be the wielder of the sword and she hates magic. It's like a whole thing. How do you hate magic? Listen, she's had a rough time, but it's a really good book. I It's one of my bedtimes books that I read like uh, all the time, but it's, it's a really good one. So I can definitely recommend that. So yeah, that's, those are my recs. <laughs> those are good recs. I just haven't seen Lost in Translation. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Um, since our topic pretty much is like man babies today, mm-hmm. I'd like two men's stories. And one, can we talk about James scaring you? Oh my god. Can we talk about that for a minute? <sighs> he's lucky I didn't have my mace. I should have videotaped it. Like, he's actually seriously lucky I didn't have my mace because I was I was actually very scared. Like, yeah. I just heard, like, footsteps running really fast and I, like, just had, like, a chance to, like, freeze because, like, I realized, like, in fight or flight, like, I'm a freeze. But if I had had my mace, I probably would have yeah. him. So, well, shout out to James. Um, he, I went to trivia on Tuesday night and then he came to trivia and he called me, yeah. I quote, on his way home. And he kept, like, asking me weird questions. He was like, do you still have the red Jeep? You don't have that anymore, right? And I'm like, no, why are you asking? And then he tried to scare me first. So he just, like, showed up at my house. Which is fine. I love that stuff. You don't like it. I love that. I fucking hate I love that. those do types not, of surprises. Don't ever do that to me. I will pretend I'm not home. Don't do that to me. Don't. I love it. Don't do it. I love it. Don't do it to me. But he tried to scare me first. He tried to break in. Like, he scared me before. Oh my god, I Back remember. in the day, like 10 years ago, he yeah. scared me. He broke into my house. We and told then, him that was on our <clears> podcast. On the, while he's on the phone with me. He was like, you bitch. And I'm like, what? He's like, you locked your back door. And I'm like, are you like out there right now? And he goes, maybe. Oh my God. So I let him in, chit chat. And then he wanted to go upstairs and scare you. He's like, but do you think Liz is sleeping? And I said, probably. But if she's sleeping, let's let her sleep because she needs her sleep. Yeah. Bitch gets grumpy. Yeah. So we heard you walking out, like taking Grim out. So... (laughs) He sneaks outside oh and, like, runs up behind you, grabs you from behind, and you scream so loud. <laughs> so loud. <laughs> oh, I wish I got it on tape. He scared the shit literally out of you. Yeah. Like, okay, I challenge any girl to, like, be, like, facing the opposite way with her dog, and you suddenly hear, like, running footsteps, and then someone's grabbing you not to scream. Because that's, like, scary on, like, a multitude of levels. You're like, am hey, I about I to get was, fucking That's raped? the one time I locked my door, and oh. I'm like, yes, the one time I locked it, he couldn't sneak in. Yeah. We got you instead. It was funny after the fact, but in the moment, I was, like, literally about to have a panic attack. That was so funny. It was so funny. I know, you're so mad. Yeah, it was, I mean, honestly, just because it's very triggering, but it, it was fine after. But you can't stay mad at him. No, I can't. I love James. I was just like, dude, I, I felt bad because I was like, dude, I took my meds. I have my face washed. I look like shit. I just want to go to bed. But you didn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I literally did. I look like shit, but it's fine. So my second uh, male story today is that I had to say goodbye to my mailman. That's a, you know. You and I are officially roommates now. Yes. So he saw me the other day. I passed him and he said, hey, Montana. And I'm like, hey. And he's like, hey, how are you doing? And I said, fine. I'm like, hey, insert mailman's name here. Uh, I just wanted you to know that it was really nice to meet you. 
he's like, oh, are you moving? And I said something like that. And he was like, okay. And I'm like, okay. And that was it. You also see him. Yeah, if I still decide to do that neighborhood. Well, I did say, you know, I might see you around sometimes. So, say goodbye. It's not goodbye. <laughs> it's a Noah and Allie moment. It's like, it wasn't over. It still isn't over. You know, one of those. We'll see. I think so. It'd be nice if it, like, jump-started something where he was like, no, don't go. But here we are. So, those are my man stories today. I don't really have any. No man to bitch about? Mm, we'll talk about it in the topic. I'm not gonna waste it in the beginning of the episode when I'm going to intersperse it throughout the episodes. You ready? Ready. Our topic today is like, it's kind of like man babies, but also like more men. <laughs> just like why men are, in general. Why just, are men? Why are men? why are men the way they are? Why? Let's dive into it, I think. The best we can. Yeah, I know. Like, I was looking up articles about, like, man-child syndrome and stuff like that. And Wait, like, wait, wait. It's an actual syndrome? Yeah, hold on. Like, I think I looked it up. Hold on. It says, a man who exhibits persistent patterns of emotionally mature responses and behavior is sometimes referred to as a man-child. People married to these individuals might complain about having an immature husband who does not behave like an adult in their relationship. Interesting. Like the guy we talked about on Reddit, am I the asshole because he didn't cook, clean, nothing? Oh, he was totally His, his girlfriend did syndrome. everything for him, laundry, okay. Yes. It's also called Peter Pan syndrome. Ooh, I've never heard of that. It says, um, someone with Peter Pan syndrome may find it difficult to be in a long-term relationship, romantic or platonic. Their attachment style is anything but secure, and they may not be able to emotionally commit to someone else. This doesn't mean that everyone who doesn't want a long-term relationship has this syndrome. Do you want me to read um, part of this article? Wait, where'd it go? Yeah. So this one's called 12 Signs You're Dating a Man-Child by Dr. Jen Mann, which I think is funny. Oh, that's ironic. M-A-N-N, I know. I'm just going to, like, list some of these, like, out, and then we can, like, maybe, like, kind of go into it. Because I feel like I don't, like, relate to some of these. Whatever. We'll talk about it. So we're just going to go through these real quick. Okay. One, his home is a mess. Two, he behaves like a frat boy. Three, he always has an excuse. Four, he has constant financial problems. Five, he spends excessive time partaking in the toxic trio, which is weed, video games, and porn. Hmm. Yeah, I know. That's mm. the one that I was like, mm-hmm. Six, he is unreliable. Seven, he can't handle criticism. Eight, he does not handle stress well. Nine, he freaks out when you talk about milestone events like marriage, children. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Ten, he does not know how to do age-appropriate tasks like... Setting a table, tying a tie, or making a doctor's appointment. Um, Eleven, he uses weaponized incompetence to get you to do, thing for him, do things for him, which we have talked about before. Mm -hmm. um, and twelve, you find yourself nagging. Does it say, like, if you have a certain amount of these traits, that's when you're considered um, a man-child? No. Okay. It doesn't. Because some things are like, if you have at least four of these qualities. Yeah, I don't think this one has that. It's just like, here are some signs flags. that you might be dating one. Some red flags. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I have definitely known some guys like this. Yeah, me too. But I feel like most of the guys I know don't have all of these, just like a few of them. But like tying a tie, I kind of understand. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of men struggle with tying a tie. Well, yeah, that's understandable. But like, I think they're more talking about like. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and okay, here's the thing that I want to talk about. <clears throat> have you ever noticed, like, I've dated men that have lived alone and then, like, they get a girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's suddenly, like, they don't fend for themselves anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, because it's like the girlfriend replaced their mom. Totally. Yes. It's like, it's like they don't do their own laundry or they don't put the dishes in the dishwasher or they don't put away their clothes or they don't go grocery shopping or they don't make food like things like that. Right. And like you find yourself like cooking and cleaning and like doing the laundry and like, you're like, what the fuck? Why am I exhausted? Why am I doing all this work? And I feel like it's still this, internalized like men are the breadwinners and like women clean the house but like we don't live in a society anymore where like living in a one income household is remotely possible for most of us it's not enough anymore it's not and like you know even in the 50s like those women were were clocking 60 hours or 70 hours a week cooking cleaning and taking care of shit like someone actually like did research on it yeah, long. like I think even being a mom is like two full time oh, jobs. Fuck no, I could not. I'd rather have a babysitter or a nanny or something. I'm gonna say it. I just would. Nope. No. Nope. No, and the thing is, like, childcare costs more than a mortgage. Yeah, that's why one parent will stay home with the kids because the daycare and stuff is too expensive. Yeah, but like, I don't know how they afford it. Honestly, I don't know how anyone affords kids on a one income household. I don't know how anyone affords life on a one-income house. I'm have struggling. Have, like, a really good job. Oof, yeah, I'm struggling. And like I mean, a like... a really good job. Yeah, and, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like I certainly have, like, some qualities of, like, immaturity. But, like, God, I'm trying, you know? I'm trying. It's all you can do. I feel like men are kind of babied in a way that we really aren't. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Elaborate a little more. <sighs> Okay, so, like, when you're a girl, right, when you're a girl, what do you do? You take care of baby dolls, or if you have siblings, you take care of your siblings, and you generally are taught how to cook, how to clean, and how to do laundry, right? You're not wrong, yeah. And I feel like... For men are, like... Moms do fix, it for them. And they fix things. I admit, like, your dad teaches you how to fix things. Yeah, like, do the car or whatever. Yeah. Or mow the yeah. grass or something. <clears throat> We're living in a world where we all need to be able to do all those things. <laughs> it just is what it is. But I don't know. I, I feel like women are, like, we're, like, the the nurturers, right? Like, we're the yeah. ones that are supposed to nurture. But, like, it's different. We're living in a very different world now. And it's, it's just, it's just not feasible to live that way anymore. I'm not perfect. Like I have things that I need to work on. Like I probably always will, but I can take care of myself and I don't have to be in a relationship. 
I choose to be in a relationship, like I always think of this, like I have, I had so many like older men clients when I worked, worked in Asheville. And I remember this one guy, his wife died and he was married three months later, three months later. Why? Uh, this reminds me of Golden Girls. I'm going to throw out Golden Girls here. <laughs> nice. Uh, because Dorothy had an affair with this married man mm-hmm. back in the day. And he was like, our marriage is over. We're just staying for the kids. We're mm. both checked out, not leaving, blah, blah, blah. So then like years later, they meet up again because he finally got divorced. And he got in contact with Dorothy. Mm-hmm. And then like two days later, like after they hung out, he's like, let's get married. And she was, like, so excited, and then, like, reality hit, and she's like, wait, you just want to marry me because you need someone to take care of you. It's true. And he didn't deny it, and she left. (laughs) It's very accurate. Yeah, she's like, you just need to be with someone. That's why I'm here. That's why you called me. Yeah. And that's why you just want to get married. Yep, I agree with that. So, this is an interesting article. Um, It's called... Alone Again Naturally by Dominique Browning uh, from the New York Times. So this is interesting. It says, quote, if we were lucky enough to fall madly in love with someone again, we would gladly trade in our single ways and hitch up. But the key word is madly because many women once released from marriage, or I'm going to say even like a long relationship, but definitely marriage seem to feel that it would take an act of madness to move back into a setup that involves not only housekeeping and all its manifold time-sucking beauty, but also husband-keeping. And then, as I lay on the deck aching, another light blinked on in my brain, shining a halo around a question that has been vexing me for years. Why do men hate to be alone? Because I just don't think they can be alone. I agree. Some men can, but most men, they can't be alone. This is why after you break up, the women take longer to grieve the relationship. They go through the steps mm-hmm. and they move on. Mm-hmm. Where men are just like, they get a girlfriend within like two weeks. I like that meme. Like, remember, like, it's that meme where like, the it's like the girl and it's like a month after the breakup and she's like sobbing and like, mm-hmm. you know, know yeah. And then it's like six months later and she's like thriving. Yeah. She's drinking. She's laughing. And then with men, it's the opposite. Like a month, they're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I can get I'm all the single. I can get all the pussy I want. I'm just gonna say it. You guys say that shit. I don't know. I'm telling you what you say because I've heard men say it. And then they realize, like, oh shit, it's like hard out here being a dude. Like, I can't get it as easily as I thought. And oh shit, what if I can't get someone as good as her? You can't. Yeah. And like, I feel like once guys have been married, they wanna get married, like, again, really quickly. Yeah, that's why, I mean, guys are, like, in relationships like this. Agreed. And, and like, with me, I'm like, where do you find these women so fast? Uh-huh. Or it's like, I'm out here trying to find, a, like, a decent guy, but these men just move on so quickly. It's because they can't deal with their grief. They can't deal yeah. with the sadness. So that's their way of trying to get over it is moving on with someone else. But then since they didn't give that time to grieve, it all catches up with them. Yeah. Well, I think one thing is that, like, we have, like, each other. So, like, you and I, like, we can lean on each other, we can talk to each other, like, we can go out and have a drink, laugh, you know, we can come in here, watch, like, a movie, cry, eat chocolate almonds, have popcorn, whatever, it's the whole thing. Men don't really do that with their friends, so they're getting a lot of their, like, venting and sadness and stuff, like, with women, either friends or usually girlfriends, 
wives. And so they're a lot lonelier than they thought they would be. And like, I definitely want to see that change. Like I want to see like men be able to have this like open and honest communication with each other and this vulnerability with one another. But until that time, I feel like it's like men that are looking to be vulnerable with someone and also to have someone like take care of them and like, you know, like make them feel special again, you know? Well, men just don't talk about that stuff. No. Like, I know with my ex and his guy group, one of his friends got his heart broken, and they thought he was still with her for, like, a year. Because yeah. he never said anything. They exactly. don't talk about their feelings. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're not going to ask him how he's doing? And he was like, we just don't ask each other that stuff. <clears throat> then it, like, smolders. Mm-hmm. It's like this, like, thing inside of You can't of talk them. about it. Mm-mm. And they just jump from relationship to relationship, like, carrying all this baggage, you know? Yep. And the thing is, like, on either side, there will always be someone who wants to get in a relationship no matter what. So you can always find someone, I feel like. Especially, like, there will always be, and I'm going to say it, the women I know are usually, there are a lot of more codependent women that like want to be in any kind of relationship they Mm -hmm. can be. Mm -hmm. And then they do fall victim a lot to man children or narcissists or whatever the case may be. But all in all, I think it's also just about like being honest with yourself, going to therapy, doing the work and like looking at your own baggage trauma and like trying to like process it, you know? And I don't think men are great at doing that. No. I'm just, like, trying to think. Like, I don't want to, like, name names. (laughs) Do you have examples? So, I, obviously, after my divorce, I feel like I, like, slipped into relationships very quickly. And then, obviously, like, my dad died and, like, I was in a very dark place. And I got involved in a very toxic relationship um, because I was in that, like, very crazy mindset. I was not in a good place. I, you know, I was still grieving my divorce and then I was grieving my dad and I got into like a very like toxic relationship. You stay because it's familiar and because you know it, you know, you're like, well, devil I know is better than the devil I don't, you know, and also there's love there or whatever, but I don't know. Like I, I made myself leave eventually. And my friend, And I talked about this because she also was in a really toxic relationship and she loved him so, 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 so much. And like, he could provide all these things for her that she doesn't think anyone else can provide. And like, I get it. Like there is with her, it was something different for me. It was the passion. Like, I don't know if I'll ever have that unrestrained kind of passion again, because it was just like, you just don't really get that in healthy relationships. Not like that. Not like that. We were both like, this is so unhealthy. Like, we have to, like, get out. And, like, I just, like, don't know if men do that. I feel like a lot of the times, like, they make someone break up with them. Yeah, I think men also get comfortable. Totally. And they like having that stability of having a partner, but yet they're out, like, cheating on their partner or talking to other women or doing other things because they're not being fulfilled in their relationship, but they don't want to be alone either. It's that whole it's thing. Comfortable. Men cheat to stay and women cheat to leave. And I think that speaks volumes. That speaks a lot of volumes. Mm-hmm. I didn't cheat on my ex-husband. I didn't cheat on any of my relationships when I was sober. But when I did cheat, like, when I was drinking, or let's say I cheated, if I ever did cheat, it would be, I don't know, 
probably not a great example, but whatever. If I did cheat, it would be because it would be because I'm like, this is over. This your relationship with you, mind, it's already over. Yeah, like it's done. Like, but I mean, I'm not gonna cheat. I'm gonna end the relationship before I do that. Obviously, if I ever get into that position, which I'm not in, but I'm saying, but like men, I feel like they're like, well, you know, I'm just not. I'm not getting like the the appreciation from my wife. How often do you hear that? All the time. All the fucking time. I never believe it when they say that. No. They're like, my wife just doesn't appreciate me. She just like, she just doesn't like appreciate me. She never says nice things to me anymore. You know, I'm just, I just feel like I can never do anything right. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. There's two sides to every story. Yeah. And I want to know hers. Yep. Because like, maybe she's not appreciating you or like saying things to you, but like, or maybe you're not appreciating each other or saying things to totally. each other. On one of my podcasts, I think it's actually Girls Gotta Eat, Raina was talking about her, her one of her like biggest love languages is words of affirmation. And so she'd be with this guy and like she'd always like tell him like these things like you're so wonderful, you're so great, you're so amazing, you look incredible, you're so handsome. But he didn't like, that's not how he gave his love. Like he gave his with acts of service. And so, like, she found herself withholding her way of, like, giving love because she was so upset and, like, angry with the way he was supposedly not showing her love. And so that, like, creates a very, like, toxic environment where, like, there's, like, a lot of resentment building up, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, don't get me wrong, like, I've totally done this before, you know, withheld, like, words of affirmation or whatever because, like, I'm upset. But, like, that's, like, when you have to look, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, hey, you went to therapy for this. Get out. <laughs> but, I, like, yeah. So, I, that's just, and then, and then, like, I feel like a lot of times that's how it happens. They're like, well, I love my wife, but she's just not really appreciating me. So, I'm going to go find appreciation somewhere else. But I'm going to stay in this relationship because I do so love her. Just leave. Or, like, go to counseling. Like, this isn't. A healthy solution. No, but I think sometimes too, men feel like shit about themselves or have very low totally. self-esteem. <laughs> yeah. So they're gonna get the attention where they can get it, and if their wife or significant other is not giving it to them, and they're still getting the stuff they need from their significant other, but and they're also getting stuff they need from, I don't know, whoever they're talking to. Listen, I've been there because I need lots of attention. Like you and I talked about this. I need it. You? No. I know. It's crazy. Um, Like even my like toxic last ex would get so mad at me because like I'd post like selfies and stuff and he'd be like, you just need all this attention from other people. And like he wasn't wrong. (laughs) Like he wasn't wrong. But there's, I don't know, there's just, there's, there's more to all the stories. But yeah, I, I do think that like men are more insecure than they come off. No, but you're not getting the attention that you're going to cheat though. No, I'm not going to go cheat. No. No. I mean like even like with the, like earlier in this podcast when I was talking about all the guys that were trying to ask me out, like all of them, I was like, hey, like I have a boyfriend. that was on tea time. Honestly, like, okay, so this brings me up because this is actually the one that I wanted to talk about. This is a BuzzFeed article. I'm going to reference different articles throughout this because I think it's a kind of a cool way to do it. But this one is a BuzzFeed article by Daniela, seriously, by Daniela Emanuel. And it's at 11 photos that prove just how toxic boy mom culture really is. Quote, in case you're new to toxic boy mom culture, let me give you a little introduction. 
I love this. On TikTok, Facebook, and other platforms, there seems to be a trend of mothers who are a tad too obsessed with their son's gender. People obviously don't love the patriarchal messaging in this, i.e. boys are superior to girls, or the way it perpetuates the gender binary, but that's just the tip of the iceberg with this issue. I personally am most disturbed by how creepy some of these mothers are, whether it's obsessing over their kid's penis size or future tripping about what kind of woman he's going to marry someday. There's something very sexualized about the boy mom behavior. Urban Dictionary even defines it as a mom who is emotionally incestuous with her sons. Where she, uh, where he breastfeeds from her as a grown man. That was, I, about obsession. I have never been so disturbed in my entire life. Oh, that's what just made me think of that. That's like forever in my brain. Thank you. I hate it so much. Okay. Let's see this one. Okay. So this is number three, this boy mom who really should have kept this nauseating poem to herself. All right. Ready for this? No, okay. but go on. It says boy moms, no truer words. I loved this so much. I had to share. If you are a boy mama. This one is for you. You always hear about a girl's daddy giving his daughter away on her wedding day. I had never thought much about the mamas and their sons, but y'all mamas give away something too, something just as precious, something I knew I would never give back. I gave away being the one he hugs and kisses. I gave away being the one he looks for in a crowd. I gave away being the first person he turns to when things get tough. I gave away being the one he makes laugh in the middle of the day. I gave away being his number one girl. I gave away a piece of my heart. I gave away my son. Deep down, I know he will always love me, but I also know he loves her more. He loves her more than his mama, and that's okay. That's how I knew he had found the one. But isn't that what we want? We want them to marry a girl who they will put first, even if it means we become second. Mama's love him while you are still first kiss his sweet baby face and linger in those lanky teenage hugs drive him to school even when he is grumpy it doesn't say a word to you listen when he needs to vent and blow off steam and then i think it goes on but that's where it cuts off i don't know what to say i really hate it <laughs> i get the point she's making but it just comes across as like weird i don't know it does come across as it's weird weird it's very weird. Have you ever dated... Okay, can we talk about this? Have you ever dated a mama's boy? Yes. Especially when they're your only child? Oof. Yes. Oof. Have you? Yes. Where it's like they think their son is like the greatest gift in the world. And I'm like, actually, your son sucks. <laughs> Did they like hate you? No, I don't think I've had any parents hate me. Oh my god. I had one mom hate me. Hate me. Why? Well, to be fair, I was a teenager and I was a mess and like, I was like crazy, but like, my God, she could not stand me. And I wanted to be like, your son flirted with my best friend and my sister. He also tried to make out with my best friend. So like, suck a dick. I know. It's like, they just think their child is so great and wonderful. And I'm like, that's what we talked about. You're like, if only I would send you the things that you've said to me or how he acts. Cause it ain't a man. Exactly. A man child it's like these like moms that think that they need to like do everything for their sons and then like yeah. they hate these daughter-in-laws or these like girlfriends because they like think that you're like taking away their baby and maybe that's true i mean i don't i don't have children i don't have a son 
So I don't know, but I don't want to go out and just hate this person because I feel like they're stealing my son from me. I don't like that. Like, that's weird. I want my son to be happy and be with the right person that makes him happy. I think if you're that kind of person, I think you might need to to do some inner work. Raising your son. That's all you did. Like, you focus on his stuff. Like, are you focusing on your hobbies? Mm -hmm. Your friends? Probably not. Right. So when your son gets a life of his own, mm-hmm. I think you feel lost. Like, what do I do now? It's okay to feel lost. I think that's totally understandable. I mean, I think even, like, when you, like, lose a relationship, it's easy to feel lost and because you put so much into that, you know? But it's, like, just a matter of, like, finding things that make you happy. Like, after my last ex, like, I was a fucking mess. And then one day... I found, like, a pretty dress at Goodwill, and I decided, like, I wanted to go outside and take some photos in the pretty light, and then I did, and then I was like, oh my god, I love doing this, and I started to, like, dress up in fairy wings and go take photos and go out to the forest, and I was like, this is so fun. I started writing more. I started listening to you. Yeah, Yeah. I did things that I liked, and, you know, I think that's so important to, like, have hobbies of your own and And discover things that, like, make you happy because your life should not be about somebody else ever. I know. If I ever have kids, I don't want to – this sounds selfish, but I don't want to just, like, make it about them and just be like, oh, your mom. Hell no. No. I'd be like, yes, I'm mom, but I do this and I do that. Totally. You know, know, this is my hobby. This is what I love to do and – we aren't moms, so I know it's hard being a mom, so fuck, I don't know. Okay, so I need to read this because it's real creepy. (laughs) Creepier? Creepier. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so this is number nine. This boy mom who needs to stop projecting. And this person said, being a boy mom is different. Like, they really think they're your man. I hate that. That is creepy. I really hate that. They're not your man. They're your child. It's really gross. That's like moms that are like, oh my god, like, look at my little boy. He's going to be such a heartbreaker. Like, he's such a stud. Like, he's so... Like, look at my sexy little boy. And I'm like, ew, get out of here. What if a dad said that about his daughter? He's like, god damn, my, my daughter's hot. My daughter's sexy. Look at my ew, little... Okay, that's weird. Exactly. That's weird. Completely. It's fucking weird. I mean, it's different. Like, my son is, you know, cute. Or my, my daughter's beautiful. Totally. My daughter's yeah. so sexy. Ooh. 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 I hate even saying that. It makes me feel really gross. Ooh. I know. It makes me feel disgusting. I hate it so much. <laughs> Ooh. So this article says that um, most men, after they've been married, seem unable to live alone for, like, longer than three months. And didn't I just say that guy got married three months after his wife died? So let me ask you this. So do you think if like your mom does everything for you? Uh-huh. And so Am I a boy or am I a girl? Like your boy, because okay. the conversation or your man. Whatever. Sure. So your mom does everything for you. And obviously I think that's gonna that's what you're gonna look for in a mate, like a woman, is if she's gonna like do stuff for you. So do you think that if your mom's like obsessed with you, then that's what she wants your significant other to do things for you too to take care of you when she's not there anymore Mm -hmm. yeah so like let's say a man brings home a woman that doesn't cook or clean or something so i feel like their mom if they're obsessed with their son be like well do you really want those qualities in a woman exactly like i think that's so messed up like actually this reminds me of a reddit and i don't know if we did this on patreon or if i just saw it one day but there was this like guy and he he got engaged 
and basically his his mom and his sisters like told his fiance that she had to complete all these tests to make sure she'd be a good we didn't talk about this oh well she had to complete all these little tests to make sure she'd be like a good wife and that included like cooking certain things and like cleaning and like sewing and shit and she didn't want to do it she got like really offended and like pissed off i would exactly and like i think he was like oh just do it babe it's fine like just like do the test like blah blah blah. and she's like no she's like i make more money than you like i contribute me what she should be like you should be cooking for me exactly like why does it have to be like one or the other so you gotta get out of these gender roles i totally but it just felt so weird like if i had a a mother that was like you need to like do these tests i'd be like what i'm gonna fail i don't cook. but that's also not who you are so that's like changing i just feel like that's just a marriage it's gonna end up in disaster because you're gonna be miserable totally you're just taking care of that person this is interesting too it said um being alone feels dangerous to a man Ooh, okay it says no one has your back no one feeds you no one nurses you in your sick bed no one takes up a wash if you vanish or sends out a search party if you wander off the trail the world is dangerous enough without adding the dangers that come of being alone. Women do not walk around alert for danger. Mm, we kind of do. But it says to women being home feels safe. We love our nests. And this is from the New York Times article. What do you think about that? I mean, I think that like we're... Okay, so this one says we don't feel that being alone is dangerous except in the rare instances like when we fall and crack our tailbones we're like hardwired to read the signals that keep us from danger and when confronted by trouble we escape fleeing into our homes i have observed that women who have escaped loudly troubled marriages often feel safer when they are alone interesting yeah i could see that yeah i agree with it i agree with it too we're just in a different world now uh, I think we've come so far and kind of gone backwards at the same time. Totally. If that makes any sense. Yep. That I think women are coming so far that this is why they're trying to put these women back in their place. is because mm. they're afraid women are going to rule the world. I swear to God. Well, okay. And I just have to like bring this up. But like, do you think that men like search out other women before they break up? Yes. Me too. 100%. Unfortunately, yes. yes, I do. I agree. They need a backup. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say who this is, but I had a friend who started kind of talking to this guy. And this guy like was like, well, you know, I just really need you to tell me if you're like, you know, having sex with anybody else. And like, right. Which is like, that's a little weird. That's really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, just like, so like, I know we can be safe because he never wanted to have sex with a condom. Whatever. Of course not. And um, he was like separated, right? Separated. Mm-hmm. So she did this thing with him, and then they had like a fight one day about some things, and he was immature and said some wrong things. And I mean, he did like say like, "Oh, like I'm in love with you," and she just like wasn't there. You know, she just wasn't there yet. Mm-hmm. And he kind of like pulled away, and then he like did some shit that was pretty fucked up. And I'm not gonna repeat any of it because I'm not trying to like expose this person. So, like, again, like, I'm not trying to call anybody out. This could be anyone, but there was evidence that maybe he was still with his previous ex. Like, what evidence? I can't say because I don't want to expose him, but there was some stuff on 
her profiles that would suggest that they were not over ever ever like maybe they were like separated but she was acting like they were still pretty clearly together wow and then, like, he just kind of ghosted her after she confronted him about some stuff. So it's like, oh, okay, so did you go back to the other girl then? Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. It's like juggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like they have to have, like, like a fallback plan. Yeah. I have been there. I mean, you know, like, that's kind of what I did with other guys. Like, when I got, like, when my ex and I broke up, my last ex, like, I kind of went a little, I was like, well, I'm not going to have a hoe face. <laughs> I did that once and I'm tired. But I was like, but if these two guys are single, mm, but then, you know, they were like, oh, I still have feelings to you. Fuck. (laughs) Just supposed to be sex. I didn't want a relationship. But anyway, it gets complicated. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like I had them like on like DMs, like talking to them, you know, like it wasn't like I was like setting up a fallback it was like post the breakup when i like reached out to them and i was like hey what's up i'm gonna send you sexy pics maybe his relationship was kind of like in the shitter so that's why he ventured out and then do you think that's fair no it's not fair Mm -hmm. i think it's wrong it's hurtful it's deceiving and you affect that person that you hurt and you know don't you think like we know as women, we fucking know when something's up. Yeah. We fucking feel it. Yeah. We're like, hey, stupid. what's going on? Or like nothing. I'm exactly. Like, I'm just tired. Or... I hate that. No, you're like, no, the energy is off. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're like, you're just like misreading it. And I'm like, I'm fucking not just misreading it. And it comes out later and you're like. Yeah. I will fucking never forget. And I don't know if I brought it up on the podcast, but I've talked to you about it many, many a time. When I had an ex and I knew he liked this girl, I fucking knew he liked her. And I was always like, you have a thing for her. You have a thing for her. He's like, no, I don't. No, I don't. I was like, you fucking do. You're so so obvious about it. He's like, I swear I don't. And then finally, towards the end of our relationship, he's like, yeah, okay. I asked her out before we even got together. So yeah, okay. I liked her. I was like, like. And you know. Didn't he like invite her to something? When he was dating you, Literally. like a dinner or something, she was there a lot because, like, she was part of the friend group. I can't give too many details again, but like, basically, there was like something that I wanted to show him, and he was like dragging his feet because he was talking to her, or like whenever she was around, like he would be like so fixated on her. I was like, do you think I'm fucking blind? My favorite is when they just tell you, oh, they're just a friend. They're just oh, a friend. Like, but they text up. all the time, right? They're just a friend. They're just a friend. But then mm-hmm. when they're in public with each other, they don't even talk to each other. Okay, here's a good question for you. Would you rather find out that your boyfriend had, like, gotten drunk and... Or maybe not even gotten... Let's just say your boyfriend, like, slept with another girl just, like, one time. Or that he was, like, constantly texting another girl and, like, like FaceTiming her and, like, had inside jokes with her and stuff. I'd rather my boyfriend fuck someone else. Probably, yeah. Because the other one is, like, emotional. That's, like, there's, like, actual feelings there. Yeah, but that's what I mean, that they talk to them all the time, but then when they're in public with your, like, significant other, they just ignore each other, and I'm like... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm Yeah. Fishy. Mm -hmm. We fucking know, and we're empaths. Yep. We fucking feel it. We know. We're not dumb. 
did pretty much the same thing yours did. Yep. Talked to this a girl in the beginning mm-hmm. and lied about it and was like, no, we're just friends. Yeah. And she's never been to my apartment ever. And that was, like, the one time, like, ever I went through a boyfriend's phone and they talk, like, they were talking every day, all day. She's been to his apartment. Mm-hmm. She's left his apartment late at night. And they's like, text me when you get home. And it's, like, four in the morning. I try not to go through boyfriend's phones anymore because you will find something. But, like, if you suspect something and you, like, want it confirmed, like, sometimes you just, like... I get it. Like, I do understand. No, I couldn't shake it. Yeah. You knew something was up. It was just kept getting worse and worse. And then they talk all day, every day. But then when they were on the same, like, soccer team playing soccer, they never talked to each other. Mm -hmm. It was, I'm like, okay. I only went through one guy's phone. And, like, that was because things had just been building for me. And, like, I mean, I did find stuff that, like, from when we first started dating that was like very sketchy and very uncool and I was like oh cool 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 and I think that's like not long after then we had the fight about that other girl and I was like you think I'm a fucking idiot like I'm not a fucking idiot like I know we're not idiots and I hate being treated like idiots I just like and like I just find it like such a turn off like if I am friends with a guy and he's like flirting with me and has a girlfriend, like, fuck off. Like, that happens to me all the time. Yeah. But they're like, okay, so I have one friend and, like, we, like, funny flirt. Like, we're just, like, we just send each other, like, outrageous memes and say, like, the silliest shit. Like, nothing sexual. Just, like, funny shit. And we're just, like, friend flirting. Like, kind of like that. We're just ridiculous, right? Like, but it's not inappropriate. However, I have had friends of mine, like, guy friends, like, say things and you're like, bro. You'd be pissed if it was your boyfriend saying that to him. Pissed. Yeah. It would be like a relationship ender for me in some ways. Yeah. I'm like not willing to take it anymore. I'm just not willing to take shit from guys. Like I'm not. I'm sorry. Four guys asked me out in like two weeks. I can't find somebody. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Hot commodity, bitch. Here I am. You better fucking realize. I'm not, I'm 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 heated. You should be. I am. I'm heated. And I feel bad for the girls that put up with this nonsense. Like, I get it. I've been there. And I put up with some crazy shit. Like, I look back to the guys that I dated when I was, like, 19, 20, 21. Oh, my gosh. I can't because I get so mad. (laughs) Oh, it's so gross. And you're like, why was I even so obsessed with this guy? Exactly. He's, like, the devil. Like, living in his mom's basement. (laughs) No job. I can't even talk about the mom thing because that's like very triggering. <laughs> like, literally. Wasn't that long ago. <laughs> oh, fuck. So yeah, I think men, I mean, no offense, guys. Like, I'm not trying to like beat up on you, but like sometimes we just need to like vent and get it out. And I'm not saying all men are like this, and I'm not saying all women are like this, but I am saying that a lot of things that I see, like from like 80-year-old men. To like young kids, men are babies. <laughs> Especially for someone like you and me that have been in and out of so oh, many relationships. God, I'm that can so that tired can vouch it. for it. Like we really can though. Because you know people are with to get with you with like guys for like ever their whole entire life. <laughs> and like you and I are here like going through the alphabet and literally. Yeah. I mean like I just remember like one guy and his mom was still making him doctor's appointments and I was like, what? Which, like, kind of (laughs) try to figure out how to smoothly segue this in. But 
Okay. So. <laughs> you know what? I love a man. That can take care of himself. <laughs> I was driving the other day. And there was a homeless guy on the corner. And he was asking for some money. And I like pulled up. And I like gave him money. And I was like shit. It's kind of hot. It's <laughs> like, okay, you out here making that money. <laughs> you hustling. <laughs> I was like, God damn, you're hot. And like, he was kind of looking at me and I was like, don't know. I cannot. Like, first of all, dating someone. Second of all, oh my God. What is like actually wrong with me? Cute guy's a cute guy. Uh, he was cute. He was cute. Did he look homeless? I mean, like, he was, like, our age, and he had, like, a beard and, like, kind of, like, like scraggly hair. But, like, I like guys like that anyway. You and he do. was skinny and tall. I like guys like that hair. anyway. And his clothes definitely looked, like, a little worn. But, like, he didn't look dirty or anything. He didn't smell bad. Love a man that... So you gonna look out for him next time? No. I'm trying to say Waverman. <laughs> no, I'm fine. He was pretty attractive, though, I will say that. Got a love man in the... Go out there and make us all money. <laughs> and like, listen, let's talk about it. Like, there can be like an equal distribution of like chores and stuff if you're living together. Like, oh, okay, right. Like, say like, okay, I'll cook tonight if you clean. Or like, I like to cook, so I don't like to cook, but I'm just acting like I did. I like to cook, so like, I'll take over the cooking. Why don't you do the laundry or like something like that? Or like, maybe I make a little less and I I put forth a little less money and so then I do more chores you know it's a team you should be a team it should be it should be it is like that reddit we read where that guy was like my girlfriend called me high maintenance I'm like she could have called you so much worse you don't cook you don't clean you don't do laundry you don't do laundry you don't even you don't even know how to do laundry you can't even like how to load a dishwasher so ridiculous and that's no I think you should be a team here's what I think if you're not happy leave if you're in a relationship and you're thinking of getting out why wait and like why like why have to like secure someone before you leave because the fear of being alone right that's my next one learn to be alone it's not bad i had to learn to be alone after my last relationship and i was like this shit ain't bad i learned to like sleeping alone like i have the whole bed now you don't have to sleep with me and I remember, like, guys, like, wanted me to stay over, like, wanted to stay. And I was like, nope, get on out of here. I know. Even in my last relationship, I got used to sleeping alone. <laughs> that And that's just, that's just not right, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, if I am ever going to get married again, like, I better be, like, crazy in love with the guy. Agree. You know? If I ever get married. But I get what you're saying. I've been married. I've been engaged. Third time's a charm. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully it's that pretty pink diamond that I showed you the other day. I sent it to you and Ashley, didn't I? Manifestation, bitch. Manifestation. I sent you that one, though, didn't yeah. I? Oh, so pretty. I keep looking at it. Like, it's so That's me. So you. Like, yeah. it's so me. That's gorgeous. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with it. And it's pink. It's funny because I always wanted a teardrop, like, originally. And then I was like, ew, teardrop. But I'm like, no, I'm back on it. I'm back on that grind. But only in this. Okay, whatever. Sorry. I'm not going to talk about rings. Are you crazy? I'm nowhere near that. But... Yeah, I don't know. I think we could, like, all stand to, like, do a little inner work and, like, 
you know, men, like, be vulnerable. Talk about your feelings. Stop, like, shoving it down until it gets so bad to the point that you're, like, seeking, like, external validation and, like, other people. Mm-hmm. Like, and stop being such babies. The man child. Yeah. Peter Pan we syndrome. Don't, we don't need no man with Peter Pan syndrome over here. We don't need it. That's all I got. Do you have anything I mean, else to I add? I told you earlier, Wendy left Peter Pan. Yeah. I mean, I will say, like, the last thing I'll say is I remember, like, I was with a guy for a while and then he started dating someone else and he told me later, he's like, yeah, she actually complained about a lot of the same things about me that you did. I was like, huh, really? Imagine that. And like, don't get, like, like I said, like, I'm not perfect. I know, like, if, like, my exes all got in the summit, they probably have a lot of fucking shit to say. They'd be like, yeah, her with the fucking Instagram. Oh my God, all the guys DMing her. Like, her dirty poetry. Yeah, oh, pff, yeah crazy Her sexy picture oh my god yeah my ex hated hated how i posted that shit yeah whatever but yeah i mean like i have to like check in with people i'm dating and be like hey i write about my exes but it's not because i want them like it's that's your inspiration then like taylor swift exactly like t swift my girl i can't know i'm not even i get it just, i get it but yeah that's how it is but yeah but so i'm not i'm nowhere near perfect i have my own stuff that i'm working on but like we need to like acknowledge the flaws before we can fix the flaws. And this seems to be such a societal norm that like, let's just talk about it. Am I uh, right? I agree. Am I right? Am I right? You're right. Am I right? You're right. I'm right. You're right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, that like was kind of all I have for today. I mean, I think we kind of covered it all. I agree. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Can we just say, like, stop cheating? Like, stop cheating. That's not gonna happen, but that would be great. I don't care what type of cheating. Emotionally cheating. Physically cheating. Well, like, how many guys, like, slide in the DMs and, like, you're, like, you're dating someone? To me, I'm a loyal person, so if I have guys sliding in my DMs, I'm like, hey, I'm actually with somebody that I'm very happy with, blah, blah, blah. I would Mm -hmm. want the same thing in return. Totally. And there's a difference. Like someone could be like, Hey, you're really beautiful. And it's like, Oh, thanks. Like, that's really nice. Or someone being like, God, like, dude, like I got a massage from you and the whole time. Like I was just like really trying not to get a boner. You're so fucking hot. And I was like, that's gross. I don't know. When someone says beautiful over hot, I like that more. Depends on my mood. (laughs) But don't tell me you're like, gonna like come to me or something no that's be like hey i just want to tell you i think you're beautiful yeah that's different i mean yeah like if it's coming from like a guy like he's like with someone he's like you're hot it's like it's a little weird it's it's toeing the line it's toeing the line like i said like i have that crush on the instagram influencer or whatever that creator guy that i showed you and like he posted a video the other day which was really funny and I'll, like, comment. It was, like, about a hoodie. And he's, like, whenever you put on that hoodie and, like, he gets, like, super emo looking. It's, like, it's the emo hoodie with, like, thumbs and the whole, whatever. It's, like, a whole thing. And all of a sudden I was, like, but it's my favorite. And then I put, like, sad face, sad face. And he liked it. And I was, like, this is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't do anything wrong. I wasn't, like, Ooh, take that hoodie off. I want to see what's under there. I was just, like, but it's my favorite hoodie. <laughs> I love my emo hoodie. <laughs> And, like, 20 people liked the comment. And I was like, okay, I'm famous. <laughs> I'm out here, like, in emo dudes and homeless men. What the fuck is wrong with me? Blame it on the retrograde. I've got issues. 
I've got issues, and I'm okay with that. At least I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking straight up about it. I don't cheat though. That's important. Like, yeah. well, that's what I mean. Now, if I'm loyal to you, I want you to be loyal to me. Yeah, I don't cheat. I make my own meals. Like, they might not be like gourmet. They might just maybe toss in cucumbers and hummus into a bowl and like frying up some popcorn or making a smoothie bowl or something like that. Heating up an Amy's vegetarian meal. But I can fend for myself. Pay yeah. my own bills. Not well, because bills are really hard right now and I'm not making enough <laughs> one day. But, like, the point is, like, I can and have and probably will continue to maybe, like, be a financially independent and plain independent woman. Mm -hmm. So, like, learn to, like, be your own advocate and learn to, like, stop being a fucking baby. (laughs) Man, baby. This is all across the board. Like, men, women, just stop being fucking babies that rely on someone else or, like, always need to be in a relationship. Get out yeah. of here. I understand I'm bad about that too, but like, get out of here. Yeah, when you jump relationships, I think you just have so many problems because you're just not dealing with your own shit. Totally. And it's not to say that like, you can't like be working on yourself like while in relationships because you should always be working on yourself. But right. like, I don't know. There's a difference, you know? I agree. I don't know. Whatever. This we could probably go on about this for hours and bring up so many examples, but I just had this conversation the other night and we saw that Buzzfeed article about the toxic moms and we were just like, Oh God, they kind of tie into each other. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it though. I think that wraps us up. I think that wraps us up. Okay. All right. Well guys, um, we are everywhere at bitches don't brunch. So we have a YouTube, we have an Instagram, we have a TikTok. We have a Facebook. That's Bitches Don't Brunch Without the I because Facebook is dumb. Um, We also, yeah, we have Patreon and we once again did a spicy one. Mm -hmm. This one was spicy. Last week was very spicy. Um, And we're very open on Patreon in a way we are not on the podcast. We drop names. (laughs) We are unashamed so definitely follow us there it's three dollars or five dollars a month five dollars you're getting everything all the photos all the videos all the notes all the content that we put on there at three dollars you're getting tea time which is a 20 minute video 20 to 50 honestly yeah just depending on the day we have to say yeah so it can be pretty long and that's every week um if you guys have any suggestions or you just want to send us an email it's be podcast at gmail.com And it would really be amazing and wonderful and stupendous if you guys could leave us a review and leave us five stars because that is going to get us out there. And that's what we really need right now. And that covers it. Well said. Yeah. Doing my thing. Doing it. Doing it. And as always, you can follow Montana at MBigSky. You can follow me at Spellville Period Poet. And let's just like get this out of the way. If it's on our Bitches on Brunch Instagram, it's me. That's me. Montana is a lovely doll and she does all the editing for the videos and the podcast. And so I run the social media accounts. If you're talking to someone on there, you're talking to me. So if you want to slide in with a DM about how hot she is, that's fine. I'm right there. I'll tell her. You know, I'm just letting you guys know. That's how it is. I was going to say something else. What was I going to say? <sighs> oh, going to bring this up again because people talked about it again to you. We don't hate brunch. <laughs> 
We work during brunch. We have since we could work. I used to work at restaurants and I worked brunch pretty much every weekend. And now we are massage therapists and we, we work, work weekends. weekends. Yeah. So basically it's kind of we like... We love brunch. We, we love to brunch. Oh, I love brunch. Breakfast food is like my favorite food. I could eat all day long. Me too. Mm-hmm. Like pancakes, eggs, like like a breakfast burrito. Like if someone's ever like, you can only eat one thing for the rest of your life. I'm going to be like breakfast, breakfast food. And they'll be like, what? And I'm like, trick the system, bitch. Yeah. Do about it. It's like asking the genie for more wishes. So yeah, it's not like we hate brunch. We just like work during brunch. If you guys want to get our podcast like really famous, then maybe we won't have to work during brunch. And then what, who knows what it will be called. <laughs> Bitches, Bitches do brunch. brunch. Yeah. <laughs> Bitches be Bitches doing do brunch, brunch now. I'll be like what happened? I'm like, we do brunch. We're guys. doing the podcast at brunch as we speak. Guys. Yeah. That'd be cool. Maybe we can get like a studio and get like our own microphones and do more videos. So that's the goal. Yes, ma'am. So help us. Thanks. All right. We'll so see you next time. See you guys. on the next one. Bye. Bye.